better late than never, this piece of shit. I swear to God, technology is supposed to be exponentially improving. And it seems like week to week I got to fist fight my goddamn recording device. But hello, world. How are you doing? I am back again. Very excited. Um, and I'm here with Matt. Alive. He's well. He's healthy. And um, I guess we're having a good year. I think last week we were a little bit morose. You know, came into the new year a little bit disappointed. Right? But um, things are looking up. Matt had a great week gambling, which to a lot of people, it's like, I don't even care. But if you're a degenerate like Matt, this is big news. So why don't you go ahead, you know, how you been, Matt? And uh, why don't you update us on your gambling? Well, we both live in the state of New York. Sports bet, mobile sports betting went live last Saturday, which big fucking news. We've been waiting a long time for this. Especially I haven't, me, not necessarily no, I haven't. you. Yeah, I literally don't care. But you have been waiting specifically since I met you, right? You're a degenerate. Yes. You have been breaking multiple rules, multiple laws, multiple mandates. Like you're you're going over state lines. You're using a VPN. I don't know what's happening. But um, at least now we can put our heads on the pillow at night with good conscience knowing we're not breaking any laws. Yeah, and I've crossed state lines multiple times. And as we know, that is now extremely illegal. Yeah, it's fucked up, dude. That's fucked up. Uh, what else happened? College football final happened on Monday. Correct. Georgia finally got the monkey off their back and beat Alabama. Go dogs, baby. Go dogs. Shout out my boy Cody. Hopefully he stopped crying by now. Why? Is he a Bama bitch? No, he's a uh, huge Georgia fan. So he's been I waiting do... for this moment for a long time. I will say we're both from New York, right? So there's not traditionally every state. If you're hearing this, right? We're in 17 countries. We're on seven platforms at Pierce podcast on Instagram. We love you. You're probably in a state where you have a team, right? Even if you're in bumfuck Iowa, guess what? They got the Hawkeyes. They do that wave to the kids with like leukemia in the fucking building. They all have a tradition. They have a history. They have a good team. New York doesn't have that. Okay. We have Syracuse, right? They're fucking terrible. And the coach's first name, his name is Dino. That is a pizza chain, right? That's not a competent head coach. So for us, it's a little bit, we're jaded. We don't really have the experience to be able to just go after a team and really enjoy it. So so I feel for Cody, right? Being a fan of Georgia, like it makes sense. Athens, big city, they're partying, they're turning up, their quarterback, Stetson Bennett. What a fucking name. The fourth. The fourth? Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. I feel like he just, even before seeing this man or knowing he was a a national championship winning quarterback, you just got to assume he's handsome. The name, or he's a dentist. Like there's well, either way, God bless him because I had a great betting experience with the college football final. So you actually won. Yeah, I originally had uh, Georgia money line. And then at halftime, I took the live bet on Georgia Moneyline again, having a feeling they were going to come back. You can uh, live bet? That's fucking weird. Fuck yeah. That's a good bet to take, too. That's I crazy. also had the under, which I sweated out at the end because that game only had like 12 points going into the fourth quarter, and I had under 52 and a half, and then everything just fucking popped off. Everybody was popping off. It, it was crazy. And I wanted. I I told myself I should have did a live bet on the over 
but I didn't pull the trigger. And I you always take the over. That's that's what we as men, that's what we do, right? We were sent out millions of years ago to go forage. We were out there, oh, there's a lion. Oh, my God. You know, I have tits. I can't do that. Go kill the lion. We did it. And now we're on the front lines of gambling. And it's like, Matt, when you're presented with a live bet to go take an over, you fucking do it. What are you, a fucking pussy? All right, this game just tipped off. Come on, Vucevic. His name is Vucevic. No. Lonzo, do you don't you fucking dare. What is happening? Did they get oh the ball? Oh, my God, he's got the ball. Shoot <laughs> it, you fucker. Uh, did he pass it? Yep. I swear to God, Lon, you motherfucker. <laughs> Lonzo Ball just hit a three for the first time in his life. Does an assist count? No. Well, so you lost is what you're saying. Well, the good news is he hit a three, and I get a dollar for every three that gets hit in this game. What so. the? F- you have so many bets that overlap each other. Oh, there's that another three. Let's go, baby. That's there's $2. There's always. Matt always has some skin in the game. Like if you're driving when you're listening to this right now when we go live, and you're passing some intramural lacrosse game in Connecticut, Matt has Matt has money on that. This is um, gonna be so bad. The fact that betting is live here is just going to be awful for me. I feel bad for your bank account, for your wife, for your property, and for your loved ones, honestly. Because there's no way that you're going to be able to, you know, be a competent. Your house is gorgeous, right? That you manicure the lawn. You're obviously excelling at your day job. One of the, you know, your wife seems to be. Something's got to give. Something's going to fall and just absolutely just, you're going to fail. You're going to crash. You're going to burn. And I will say here from from your co-host and from fans of the show, right? We're excited to see exactly what that's going to be this year. It's going to be a fun ride. Yeah. So we hope you're here for it. By the way, if you hear this, this is our 50th episode. This is a big deal. We love you. I love you. I love Matt. I really love doing that. Like he's going to be in my wedding. This is a wonderful thing that has really occurred in my life. I'm in my mid. So excited. You're just so excited. I don't know if that's it, but I am in my mid-20s. I'm in an era where it's like I am just floating around, right? Very nihilistic. What the fuck's going on? Do I kill myself? Do I get a day job? Do I get an IRA? Uh, Do I buy a property? Do I get married? What the fuck is going on, right? There's not another thing to attain, right? I have my bachelor's degree. Like, there's nothing to do, essentially. Just wait around until I croak. There's a lot of anxiety that comes with that, right? part of that anxiety spur in this show and we appreciate you we love you right at pierce podcast on instagram peers in pontification on google on apple on spotify your fucking sister um we'll pivot here right we were into the gambling now we're gonna pivot which is matt's favorite into kodak black this is a panhandle soundcloud trap rapper okay was in prison for a federal gun charge Got out, made some mixtapes, and he's back on top. I love Kodak Black. I love Sniper Gang. I actually bought some of his tour merch. It's really bad quality. And do I regret it? Maybe. But I do wear it. He recently partnered, right? He's out. He's kind of chilling, right? Like I said, he's a name. 
partnered with the Florida Panthers. They play out of Sunrise, Florida, which is near Boca Raton, which is kind of near Miami. It's a wonderful place to play hockey. Not really a hockey town, but they they get meat in the seats. They're a good team. And what the fuck else are you going to do, right? If I'm day drinking out in Florida, I'd go see a hockey game. I'm with that. And that's what Kodak did. And everything was going fine until roughly the second period there was an intermission. They put Kodak up in one of the suites, one of the luxury boxes, right? Where there's some glass in front of you. You're kind of above and separated from those plebs, those peasants beneath you. Um, you have someone that's that's catering food. They kind of wait on you for drinks, etc. cetera. Um, and he was in there. And from what I understand, he told his manager he thought the glass was tinted. It wasn't. Oh, God. And there was a video that went viral where he is essentially raw dogging this girl from the back. She is touching her ankles. She is really going full, you know, she was face down, ass up. Yeah, it was. It was like you see in a music video. And at first, I thought he was he was inside of her, um, but he wasn't. It was just some grinding. Either way, I really appreciate his energy. But Matt, I wanted to get your take on this because, for one, you love Kodak Black, and secondly, the juxtaposition of him, you know, putting his ball sack inside of this woman, right, like ten to twelve feet from kids at a Florida Panthers game. Like, how does that make you feel? This has no place in my beloved game of hockey. Yeah, as we turn the corner in 2022, are you finally done with this kind of ridiculous... Uh, are, have we turned a corner as a country? Uh, well, we certainly turned a corner. It's just not a positive one. A corner into her midsection. Now, she yeah. was not the most attractive. Rather ratchet. Like, Kodak, I know you've done better. You clearly just bang women at, like, Florida State whenever you want. I mean, that's what I would do. So I'm just projecting that onto him. I don't blame him for going, though. Florida is the second best team in the NHL. Despite the fact that their coach uh, suppressed a sexual assault allegation that was going on during his during his time with the uh, Chicago well, Blackhawks. And so they you resigned. Need to get your, you need to get your facts right. He is a former head coach. Yeah, he resigned because he resigned earlier this year, and despite that, like Matt said, they're second in the uh, and Tampa's first. So the the state of Florida is just on fire right now with hockey. It's really popping off, and we have the NFL going on with Tom Brady uh, playing tomorrow. When you hear this, I don't know when we're going to put this out. Maybe we'll put it out Monday with some editing. I don't fucking know. Get off my back. RIP. I'm okay. Actually, a good RIP. Now again, Matt is putting. He also threw an RIP at Chris Benoit. Who All right, how many times murder suicide? It was two weeks ago, and forever. Anytime you throw an RIP around, I just want you to know that is also the same, same accolade that you gave to Chris Benoit. Okay, and that is everyone a, a deserves to rest in peace. Okay, do they? Even if you murder suicide your children and wife and yourself, um, that's a case by case basis. Um, do we have anything else here for Kodak? I guess just shout out you, buddy. I have slid in his Instagram DM like 11 times asking him to get on the show, especially now, right? I feel like now's the time when he's the most vulnerable, but uh, he has not got back to me. I think the underrated moment from this story is the NHL put out a tweet like <laughs> of Kodak Black at the game, like, oh, hey, Kodak Black. And then after the 
video came out of him basically penetrating a woman. They took that down. I was going to say that as well to close. Like, yeah, they partnered with him, like I said. The team did, but also the NHL. Like, it's good visibility. It's also a demo that they don't necessarily get. Like, it's, it's really cool to see, honestly. Like, that is the most American thing, I think, ever is, you know, an, an NHL franchise in Florida partners with a panhandle SoundCloud rapper, Kodak Black, to come to a game, and he ends up just being as ratchet as anyone could have expected. And, and either way, he had a great time. I saw other videos where he was talking to kids. You know, he was meeting with parents. Doing, like, he's a great dude. It's just kind of who he is. Like, he's not going to compromise. He ain't no bitch. I can't say I'm surprised that this happened. Not shocking. But uh, No, this is, this is not breaking news by any means. And it's not a diddle. I think she was into it, right? Consent. I mean, this was consensual. Actor. This was definitely there you heard consensual. It. Matt, for the time being, is going to fill in as our legal correspondent, you could say. So yes. there it is. It's definitive. No one can argue it. And leave it alone. This is Matt's favorite topic. Now, we were going to talk about Kanye West assaulting someone, knocking them out cold on the sidewalk in California, and potentially being pressed with some assault charges. But I looked into it. The most that those are, bro, it's like a one year of, it's a misdemeanor. That we don't, I can speak for Matt. I know he doesn't care about that. You at least yeah, got to get, yeah, you at least got to get some type of level two felony to really get Matt's attention. And uh, because of that, we're going to bring you Drizzy Drake Rogers. Now, that's not his name. I made that up. But I'm talking about Drake, you know, the rapper, the Canadian, the light skin. I don't really know how to describe him anymore because he's not really consistently putting out music. He's kind of just like a famous person. Yeah. <laughs> and this week, this this broke. Matt told me his wife knows this topic. Like that is that is how much this is getting around. He was put on blast, right? He he has a kid, but he's still he's a single man. It's kind of for the image of being a rapper. And he was out there cl- clapping some cheeks, as you do of a fan. And she went ahead and she went on Instagram and she kind of like posted a story or something, or at least maybe texted one of her like girlfriends or something and was like, listen, I just piped Drake. But the craziest thing happened. Um, he was hitting it from the back. So I couldn't necessarily see, he put a condom on. And then when we were both cleaning up afterwards, I looked and he put hot sauce inside of the condom, quote unquote, to kill the offspring. Matt thoughts. I think you got the details a little mixed up here. No, I didn't. You did. I'm infallible. So, yeah, they were clapping cheeks. Consensual, by the way, not a diddle. Again, not a diddle. We're kind of close to being a diddle, but not a diddle. We're getting there. But uh, he Drake went into the bathroom after they were done hitting it and disposed of the con which you know what good for him for for strapping up yeah, i was gonna Way say to smart wearing about it. A condom. are you fucking kidding me bro he has so much money they could they could if his dick if he got something some debilitating poison on his genitals he has the money to where they could build him a new unit you know what i mean and it could you could sculpt it the way you want it but anywho he disposed of the condom and uh said model went into the bathroom, took said condom out, tried to basically impregnate herself with his sperm. Oh. 
And that's when she realized there was a little bit of spiciness. Oh, she was feeling it right at the bottom of the stairs, uh, you could say. Uh, she basically gave herself gonorrhea. And yeah, because, so he, okay, so he took the precautionary measure. It wasn't even cringy, like you're saying. The context matters. He did this, I guess, smartly, understanding yeah. that this happens to him. Uh, he's he he's seen this of, story one too many times. What is he doing with the condom? He needs to be a little bit more aware of the condom, right? Normally, I'm a, I take it off off my dick, and then I I'm I'm making eye contact with that thing the entire time, right? I know where it's at. I know what's going on with it and all of its contents. It appears he's just like, eh, fuck it. I'm I'm actually impressed. <laughs> yeah, if you were his this manager, is next level thinking. It's actually, yeah, it's like he's been there and he's done that. I wonder how many children he's been close to having. I'm trying to think of the fucking NFL player now that has like 27. Antonio Cromartie. Yes. Which thank you. He got popular from the Jets Hard Knocks on HBO. It was, I believe, like the 2009 or 10 season. And it was in the preseason. And yes, I believe at the time he had seven kids by five different women. And he was, they asked him to list his kids and he kind of had a hard time, as you would. I mean, I have a hard time if you ask me what I had for lunch today, let alone naming seven kids and their birthdays in real time, like on camera. Uh, but and he stumbled through that, so that was. I wonder what he does for Father's Day. I don't know. I don't like. Do you I just spend know. an hour with each one of them throughout the day? At a certain point, you can't deny which ones are the favorite, right? Because you're clearly devoting most of your time to one or the other. Like you cannot be in nine different places at once. That's impossible. Or is it just like a almost like a big birthday party and they all get invited over every year, forever? Oh, what else? And are you talking about his birthday? birthday? So all his kids go to his birthday, and then for their birth, like this is we're in a rabbit hole of of weird ratchet. It's just it's twenty twenty two, and this economy. And we're out here. Even celebrities are having a tough time. Kanye's facing a fucking little bitch-ass misdemeanor. Not a diddle. Drake's facing some type of controversy. Not a diddle. We haven't... I don't even think... We haven't even covered a diddle this year. Prince Andrew had his uh, royal title stripped away. Yeah, he met with people behind the scenes. He kind of got deposed. And then, yes, he got all of his royalty stripping away. So clearly... Yeah, as Matt said, diddle. It has to be a diddle. I mean, it's not like he got a DUI. He's like 57. Well, here's the thing. What took so fucking long? It's not like these are new allegations against him, for fuck's sake. At the end of the day, his he's gone on record with a lawyer stating that he can't sweat. So he's clearly... Uh, we're, dealing, we're, de- we're dealing with a retard. Everybody sweats. Even like frogs sweat. Right? Where did you just randomly pick an animal? Well, no, Prince Andrew cannot sweat, dude. Yeah, but where did the frog come from? What animal cannot sweat? Don't Google. I can hear you typing, you bitch. I can hear that. You have a good mic now. Uh, whales, dolphins, and porpoises. Okay, did are you trying to? <laughs> what the fuck is a porpoise? Go ahead and explain to me without looking at your screen what the fuck a porpoise is and spell it. 
and then use it in a what sentence. Do you mean, you, what do you mean? What is a porpoise? It sounds like, like a type a, of roof. No, it's like a. It's similar to a dolphin, basically. No, no, it's not. I feel like it's. Yeah, a it is. It's because you basically got it on the a dolphin. Screen. You're a piece of shit. What the fuck is basically a dolphin? Those are kind of unique, dude. It looks like a dolphin. What the fuck looks like a dolphin? But is it a porpoise? A looks like a dolphin. <laughs> That's a class of animal. What animal is it if it is a porpoise? It's a mammal. You know what? We're getting actually farther apart on the answer I'm looking for. We're not even getting closer. What are you talking about? I don't really know. And at that point, I think we should end the segment. So this is something a little bit close to our hearts. Um, this is a local story. We're going to freestyle again. I wanted to bring in something unique for episode 50. Blow your tits off, okay? A lot of people. And my honey, my fiance, where she grew up in a t- is a town, right? A place, a village. And recently, as of like yesterday, for when we're recording this, somebody intentionally set fire to a multi-use office building in her town it's like one of it's like the only one it's brand new downstairs is a jujitsu place there's also like a liquor store some like insurance and then upstairs is like offices so it's on a corner it's on it's on this thing called mohawk ave not necessarily a corner but it has its own lot for you to be able to pull in there's a dunkin donuts you know on the same side of the road up like 100 feet there's also like a chinese place with a tattoo spot it's it's pretty it's it's not a highway or anything you know it's a small town but this is where it's popping off right so it's surprising to me there were no witnesses and I also texted this to you right before this um, but quote so this is from I guess that you know whatever weirdo beat writer at a newspaper still exists and he was said an incendiary device was found burning at the rear entrance at team you know this jujitsu place. This was at 10.30 p.m. Wednesday. A note was also left stating, quote, this isn't over, pussy. And it was found close to the back door. Um, They said the individual who committed the crime used an incendiary item to ignite the fire, causing damage to the exterior. There were no injuries as a result, only damage to the outside of the building. So this guy, what a loser. He didn't even, like, set the whole thing on fire. He basically just, like, let off a fucking garbage pipe bomb. So the note that was left. Was it a handwritten note? Yes, it looks like it was. Yeah, you see that in the bottom of the photo? What? Literally, it isn't over pussy. It kind of looks like the person wrote it with like their opposite hand, though. I mean, clearly, they did not get the memo that whenever you do a note, you're just supposed to cut out like letters from magazines. Like a ransom note. Yeah, idiot. Is that what you would do? Absolutely. Yeah, but then they can just take the fingerprints from one of those individual pieces. Like you're setting yourself up. If you're wearing gloves, I mean, Jesus, it's not hard. What if you touch the gloves on the outside, though, when you like put them out? No, then you're just a fucking idiot. I don't know. I don't know enough about the science behind it to argue with you. So I'm just going to have to take your word with it, I guess. Uh, What you do is you just print out a note. Because that you can just—it—it's not yeah. difficult. Like, really what are they going to say? Like, wow, this is—it's like, bro, that's Times New Roman, you fucking idiot, and it's double spaced. Like anybody could have done that. Now, 
this isn't over, Matt. Now, we didn't hit anybody with a diddle so far this year, but we have potentially some weirdo uh, serial arsonist. You know, arsonist. We have some weird storyline occurring because at the end of this pol- police report, it states, quote, this is not an isolated incident, and it is believed to be a result of a dispute between individuals who are part of the targeted businesses. Um, anybody with information or crime tips, blah, 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 call. So... But doesn't that make it an isolated incident? Maybe it does. So the police don't, I don't know what the fuck's going on. If you were a detective, how would you go about solving this, Matt? And this, well, there's this is knowing you have only 48 hours, right? We're talking first 48. That's I mean, it. Unless you're not a snitch, all you got to do is go to the businesses Hey, who do you got beef with? Oh, this fucking loser that lives next door to me is a piece of shit and doesn't like me. Okay, prime suspect number one. You know, I don't know what could happen to where you're that butthurt at a jujitsu place. What, did they not give you your fucking yellow belt, you little bitch? Maybe it was Dwight Schrute. The guy that played Chris Maltasanti is his uh, sensei. Yes, from The Sopranos. It's very weird. Small yes. world. All right, um, Chris Maltasanti. Is the actor dead? No, he's still alive. He does okay. a podcast with uh, Ew. the guy that played Bobby Bacalari. No free shout-outs. Fuck their podcast. Over under on an incel committing this arson. I'm feeling big over. Probably a neck beard. Lives with their parents. We're very close to solving this crime. Right, I bring up the serial aspect because the police are saying themselves this is not an isolated incident. And maybe we can solve this in real time. We'll have this wrapped up by the weekend. I have watched a lot of Criminal Minds. So I would like to say I know what's going on. All right. Now, you might classify this as a diddle. Right, because some people here are getting, they're getting fucked over. We're talking about the NFL Black Monday. Right, the season ended week eighteen, I believe last week, and we headed into, at least we're heading into the playoffs for some teams, but for the majority of teams, you're ain't heading to shit. Right, you're just heading to the golf course, and for some of these coaches, they're heading to a, a dark, dark place. Right, rock bottom potentially because they got fired. And as of recording, there are currently eight job openings in the NFL for head coaches. That is a that's a quarter of the fucking league. Um, Good so we kind of just want, wanted to just kick it off there. We really didn't have a structured outro, but that's probably the most interesting thing because it's like, what other industry has this attrition rate? Like for instance, the Texans they just fired David Culley, who really people criticized for even getting the job to begin with. The team tanked. They had a one-and-done year. Despite that, they won four games. They got a lot of production out of their rookie quarterback, who was a mid-round pick, Davis Mills from Stanford. They fired him. And they're paying him for one fucking year of head coaching, $17 million because of his contract, essentially just to fucking chill. Like, what other fucking industry? What the fuck? Like, bro, I should have got into coaching. Yeah, really. You just suck for a year, and then you get still paid a shitload of money. I'll let you do like, something really stupid. That's what's awesome about 
in a sense, the meritocracy once you get to the top. Because, right, Mac gets hired as head coach of the Steelers. Great. Well, guess what? He does well. Great. Guess what? He sucks. He's still getting paid. And he probably has enough clout from his time working up to the position where he made it there, where he'll still get a job eventually, right? He'll make enough. He'll land all right. I mean, I would hire you. Maybe. Maybe. Probably not. Probably not. Um, Talked about, I actually don't think you did, you bitch. Patriots. I think the Patriots are a team to watch out for. Uh, Mac Jones is a rookie, and he won 10 games, but they don't ask him to do anything. All they do, all right. he does is hand the ball off. Um, credit to the Patriots. They can run the ball, and that's what matters, bro. This is playoff football. All that puffy stuff that the fucking the Cardinals do that you mentioned, right? That passing, that spread game, that doesn't work, right? Like you're going on the road. You're going to have to be able to run the ball on third and three when everyone knows you're running it and be able to convert it. Those are the teams that are going to win. When it's, and you know, conversely, when it's third and nine, you have to be able to have some playmakers on the boundary to be able to make that play. But the teams that can run the ball scare me. Even a team like the Eagles, shout out my buddy Zach. They're a good team. You know, if they, if they beat the Bucks, it would not shock me because I can see the way the game would break. Back to the head coach firings. Are we counting the Raiders in there for a job opening? No, I don't think that they should. Rich Bisaccia, that's how we pronounce it. I name. think he should get the head coaching job because if they do let him go, I think the Raiders are the That's so top. stupid, though. I know. So you're right. So that is a, that is a fascinating argument. So the Raiders are in a position where they have an interim coach, which very rarely, maybe this is a make or break game for that coach. He went seven and five after the John Gruden controversy, righted the ship, really righted that franchise. And again, this is a franchise that has an owner that is the poorest out of any owner. He is honestly paycheck to paycheck. So ideally, let's say they fired this dude who again went seven and five. And they they are an attractive job. They are an attractive franchise. They are located in Nevada with no state income tax. However, their owner is a cheapskate, and he has a weirdo haircut. I don't necessarily know if you can trust Derek Carr with a new regime, right? I, I think keeping what is in place, keeping the play calling, the verbiage, all of that shit is very, very important. So, If we're not counting the Raiders, then I'm going to take Miami as my top head coaching vacancy. Really? Yes. I think they have a good start with Tua. Maybe he just needs the right coaching and he can really take off. They obviously have a good receiving core now with Jalen Waddle. Um, Waddle is one of the best rookies I've ever seen. Super explosive. They took an undersized receiver in the top 10, which on paper is like, what are you? What are you? What? But it worked out. He had 100 catches this year. He returns punts. Super explosive. And the best end zone dance I've ever seen. He waddles like a goddamn penguin, which is probably a top three animal ever. Absolutely. I love penguins. They're actually my favorite animal. If you're talking job openings, though, maybe I agree. Chicago and Minnesota both intrigue me a lot. I think the teams are both pretty good. Minnesota is better than Chicago because they actually have a good quarterback, good receiver, good running backs. Their defense just sucks. 
That's why Morris Zimmer lost that job. Yes. Mike Zimmer is a fucking douchebag. That guy is a great coach for what he is. But to me, that dude is like a D-line coach through and through. Like he's super old school and he's so out of touch. He is not a head coach on the sidelines. He's not a head coach in his hirings. He's not a head coach in the way that he talks to media. That guy is a prick. And he's had like nine different offensive coordinators. He throws people under the bus. He's, you saw it with Kellen Mond um, at the end of the year, their third round pick quarterback that he's literally like, yeah, he sucks. Um, like, bro, you fucking suck. You're a defensive coach. You're an you asshole. Him. And your defense the past two years has been cumulatively 29th in the league. There's only 32 teams. 32. Again, I know we're in 16 countries, so. Well, let's flip explain it that to some Euros. Which, which opening is worse, the Jags or the Giants? The Giants, because the Jacksonville Jaguars have an absolutely excellent stud quarterback. In Trevor Lawrence. Um, this was a good year for for quarterbacks. Both Zach Wilson and him are supremely talented. And you saw it at the end of the year when they beat the Colts week 17 to keep them out of the playoffs. Um, bring in the right coach that's not going to bail and not going to put his fingers in a 27-year-old in Ohio. It might work. And the problem with the Giants is you have to figure out what do you do with Daniel Jones and what do you do with Saquon? Are you going to pay him? You have to pay Saquon because realistically you're not going to pay Daniel Jones. He's going to be on Correct. one and done this year, and the new coach, realistically, you know he's not going to do very much. At best, he's going to be Teddy Bridgewater. And the new coach uh, is going to want to bring in his own guy. But I think with his injury, his neck injury, it, it limits who he is. Daniel Jones, at his best, is scrambling around, is very accurate, does have a big arm, is cerebral. But that's not him anymore. I mean, the dude's neck is is fucked. And he's like 25. So realistically, he's going to be a guy that's going to sit in the pocket and be a little bit hesitant. And that, to me, is like the 27th best quarterback in the league. So get the fuck out of here. Anything else you want to sign off with? Uh, MGM goes live on Monday. Can't wait so that I can stop manually tracking my bets. Uh, So I'm pretty excited about that. Let's win some money throughout the rest of the uh, playoffs. Now, we will be talking to you people. We're on seven platforms, Apple and Spotify. You can subscribe, rate us five stars on both of those platforms. Um, We love you. We will be talking to you guys next week. Peace.